0: whole lot of talk the interviews that rock brought to you by rock antenna Germany's number one rock radio station well we never talked I'm from a radio station in Munich uh, based in Munich and uh, I've been thinking a long time about this interview and there's always again and again there's only one question that's coming up it's like why does everything take so long when it comes to extreme the, re- every- the, the records you know it's been the years and between so I just erupted in to six it's been years and years and we're just wondering you know why hmm. that's a good question why not <laughs> I don't know
1: were we supposed to is there, is there a law that we broke or is there a reason we're supposed to do you know you put out albums when you put out albums yeah I mean you know and you get one when you get one and the rest of it is personal. Why not? And why we do things or why we don't do things? It's uh, just life,
0: you know. Life gets in the way. Well, but you know, there's there's this, and then there's the rock and roll business. I mean, and you seem to be, you know, very free within this business, I guess. Yeah, we, you
1: know, I don't think I've been in. We've been in in the rock and roll business since early '90s, really. You know, meaning that when you actually have any sort of pressures or not pressures but you have a schedule or anything like that. Once you uh once you get out of that matrix and you drop out of it, then you do it when you wanna do it, you do it when you're capable, you do it when the band is capable, you know, and um uh, but look, we could have easily we could have easily put out an album or two an album every one or two years. Yeah. Everybody does it. You know what I mean? And we trust me, if I do the math and I think about the advances and I think about what I would have been paid I think about the fees yeah it's not a good business move but then again it's like I don't like putting anything out we've never done anything for money unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately money doesn't dictate the music for us it dictates stuff like that and I'm not trying to sound like a pure artist it's just a fact I mean you know that because if he did then we'd be putting out albums every two years um so uh, we tried, you know, we wrote, we were writing, we were doing stuff, but it just wasn't, you know, and, and there's a part of me that thinks about even the way the album's been, the response of the album and what's what's happened with the album and everything else. There's a part of me that feels whatever was meant to happen was supposed to meant to happen, you know. The response is just great, but that's my point. I feel like the response tells me that, you know, it wasn't supposed to be before this. It would, whatever happened happened because it is happening. How long did it actually take you to finish this? Oh, the album took a, took as much as another album. Mm. It only took like probably the whole thing if you if you do the hours of what it what it was to record it and and everything else. It's probably going to be like three, four, five months of work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that this album, you know, this wasn't Chinese democracy, you know, where we were like. <laughs> We wanted to beat that and let's go though. We didn't work on one album and it, this album took that long. The, you know, there was another forty five, fifty songs before this. It was just that all of a sudden we wrote Rise, Rebel, Save Me, Mask, and some of the the heavier stuff we're like, ooh, there's something here that's that's exciting us, you know, different for us. And
0: uh so we built it off of that. How do you respond to I think there must be a tremendous demand now for this ever uh, since people now go back you know, and touring and doing stuff and then yeah I don't think it's it'll never be as crazy
1: It, it like you just said earlier we're in control of that you know what I mean uh, and it'll never be as crazy as it was where we would tour for a year and a half straight and we can we can choose to say hey you know because I, I think the old way of working and the old way of touring is what destroys bands as well I think when they make you believe, managers, agents, accountants, record companies make you believe that like, hey, this is your chance. If you don't, if you stop for a second and enjoy it, or take a break, or, or see your families, or actually have a relationship, the fans are gonna forget about you and everything else. And it was all lies because they they were sitting at home with their families, making twenty percent of everything you were doing for them, while you were out there missing f- weddings, birthdays, funerals, you know so I think there is a better way and there was a better way we could have always done it a certain way but we were young yeah. you know what I mean and uh, and I, I think there is a, even if there's demand now which is exciting that people want to see the band I think it's a matter of just um, making sure you don't make the same mistakes again so there is another album soon instead of like yeah. fuck all this we don't want to do this ever again
0: I can't <laughs> all right. now obviously I mean is it it would be stupid to ask what's more fun playing you know with the likes of Rihanna and or playing with extreme, but what's more interesting for you? yeah, look
1: it doesn't playing with extreme does not compare to playing with Rihanna Rihanna's so much better <laughs> well, well no no it's just it's different right it's yeah, very different yeah. at first when I did the 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 Rihanna run, it was really out of like oh interesting, it was really about like well, this is different, you know I you know you know, when they first called me, they said, hey, you know, she's interested in in what you do, and it was Tony Bruno's guitar player that was their musical director, great player, great music director, called me, says, I know you're gonna say no, but, and I said, well, why would they want me or a guitar player, like, for something that everybody considers more of a pop act? Said, well, she doesn't want that. She wants you to bring in, you know, your sound. Wait, I get to, like, be myself? And I thought that was really exciting. And then, you know, three months turned into to three tours, you know, and uh, and it was fun. I learned a lot, a lot of great players, a lot of different stuff, but uh, and it was really, like musically, it was really different for me because, it, you know, as much as any guitar player is capable of pretty much playing anything, to play those feels and play those different things of reggae and pop and club music, and it was really a different approach that I had never done, but I felt like I was ready for because of all the different styles that I had. But yeah, extreme is the mothership, you know, when you come home and it's it's your DNA, it's what you do, it's your passion, you know. What happened out there today? Boom, I It's just, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, like I'm used to when you play concerts like this, that we, we call them throw and goes. They, we don't get sound checks, nobody checks anything, we all run, which is fine. We're all grown-ups, we can handle it. But every once in a while when you do one of these, in the confusion, no, like... Three things happened in the first song that never... Maybe one of them happened in every 10 gigs. All three happened in the first, like, six bars of the first song. First, it was all the monitors went on my end. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. I can hear my guitar from far away. I'm not going to stop the show. And then the guitar went away. I'm like, okay, now I can't play without a guitar. And nobody could work out why that was. I mean, I would stay out there as long as anybody else, but I was just like, okay... All right, when do we come back and it just never came back. So I figured the best thing to do sometimes is stop embarrassing yourself. It it's horrible. It's probably the nightmare of every artist and every band when you go on and it's just and it's hard to to come back and restart and do it again. But you know what after a while you're like who cares? You know, you go up and you do your best and and, and it's it's easier when it's your audience. Like your headline show when you're playing and there's except coming after, like that's not all extreme fans out there. So people are already annoyed that you're there in the first place. So they're already they're already looking at you like, wait like, <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. That. They're already looking at you with your with their wristbands and their collars and going like, "Where's except? <laughs> what is this? What is this Disney stuff?" But no, we had a lot of fans out there. They were all singing and and even when I played some of the guitar pieces, and things like Midnight Express, I'm like that was such a great reaction. So we know we have pockets of fans. And we actually love, to be honest with you, playing for your own fans is fun and easy and you're you're preaching to the converted, right? When you play things like this or we open for Godsmack just now, four or five shows, you got to go out there and there's an excitement to like playing to new people. And there was a lot of people that come up to us afterward that might go see Godsmack or might go see Accept and go, hey, you know, see him out at the bus after and they go like, you know what? I didn't come to see you guys tonight. I actually didn't like you guys before. I wasn't a fan. I said, but now I am. You know, they say like, man, I never saw you live. Now I wish I did and I will be coming back. So that's what you want to be doing. It's great to try to gain new fans and new audience. And by the way, this tour, I don't know what the hell is going on, but this tour through Europe, UK, it's the youngest audiences we've ever seen. I mean, it's like when I I literally, I always ask the question, I always ask the question like, who hasn't seen Extreme? And I thought that maybe it may be 10, 20%, more than half have hands up and they're all in their 20s and they're all teenagers and all like like wow this is because of the new album there's a new a new thing
0: so it's really exciting really exciting what see you play by your own rules you take time off but was there ever a point in the in the band where people would change and Think about being in the band, you know, after so many years of not doing the band and coming back nice the chemistry still the same once you know, every time you get, together. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's always hard to know what's happening
1: with the band, mm. you know it's it's hard to be married with one person, never mind with four, right? It's a lot of ego, you know, and usually the biggest destroyer of of bands and friendships is the money mm. and some of the fame because you're fine without all those things and those things start infiltrating you and making you think differently about yourself. You, you start gaining, oh, I'm, I'm getting paid. I must be important, more important. Maybe am I as important as him though? Wait a second, are we making the same, like all these, all these crazy things that you're not equipped at, as, as a young band to deal with because you were fine making no money. You were fine playing to a club with 30 people. You were fine, the love, the passion was there. And, and sometimes, you know, people that are in your ear and family and stuff and tell you how great you are and how important you are, like, those things start really affecting chemistry of a band. Um, but I think, th- I, I think it was, you know, even Freddie Mercury said it years ago. He said that the best albums we've, he's talking about Queen, because the best albums we've ever made were when we were on the verge of breaking up. <laughs> he says creatively, you got to be on the verge of just like caring so much. That there's a fight; they're fighting for everything on here because it's so important to you. And he says those are the best things we make. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's great. Because with this album, even with it, even though we 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 haven't put out something in thirteen, and I don't count the, the ridiculous pandemic years that should have never happened in the first place. That's a whole other conversation. But uh, but uh, it, it we'll call it thirteen. You know, we were on the verge of. Not even putting this album out after it's done. Even after we had a record deal, we were, we were like, there was a chance that this album wasn't coming out because you know the the chemistry, if you will, that you said, because we're brothers, you know, we're brothers of a musical family, and you fight, brothers fight, and they, you know, and they and they, and whether it
0: and and I thought this album wasn't going to come out. Well, how much do you have to fight about a, a record that is as brilliant as this one? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well
1: sometimes sometimes you fight about it because you want to know well who made it brilliant and who was responsible and wait how much are they getting paid and what's going on here and all that all that stuff you know like you 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 that's what i'm saying it's like yeah everybody agreed wow we're excited about the album everybody and then you know then the record deal comes and then once again you're talking about what you're talking about the ever the ever evil financial side of things of like well what are we worth? What am I worth? What is noodle worth? What is noodle worth as a producer? What is it? And it's, it's normal. It's normal. But it sucks that we have to be businessmen as well. That's what destroys it. And especially, you know, uh, I think we all wake up after and go like, okay, that was really stupid. And like we jeopardize things. But, you know, it's just we, you when all you care about is music and, the, and your reason. If we played music for money, there'd be no problem. If we played music for money, and we knew like, okay, for me to do this job and build this wall, it would cost this much and go. But when it comes to music, you don't know how successful something's going to be. You don't know how much people are going to like it. You have no idea. So I think that's the confusing part. Art itself, the, the purest artist in the world, there's only one real artist in the world. When somebody says, you know, when or Prince or anybody says, you know, he's a true artist or whatever, it's all bullshit. There's only one artist in the world. And that's the artist that stays at home and paints for himself. That's it, because he loves it, because he's creating something. The day he opens a gallery, the day he puts a price on that painting, he's now in commerce, and he's now a businessman, whether he believes it or not. The day you accept one penny for a piece of art, you are no longer a true artist or a pure artist, because now you're selling yourself. You are a sellout. It's not a bad thing, it's what we do, it's what we all do. We try, so that battle of trying to hold on to doing it for no money and then being a hypocrite and then accepting money, that's what really messes things up. But if you wanna play for an audience, if you wanna go out and tour, you need money to tour. If you wanna release an album to reach the masses, it's on tour, if it's not enough for you, for yourself, to write that song and just listen to it and then go to bed and you wanna share it with the world, then you, I hate to tell you, I hate to break it to all of you, you are no longer a pure, true artist. And why not? It's okay, but don't pretend that you want. You know now I'm on the cover of Rolling Stone because I'm such a. No, yeah, come on, man. I'm sure all the people that talk about that headline arenas and all the cold plays of the world and everybody that I know Chris Martin all those guys that I do know that, you know, they say that they're tortured in juars. I'm sure they don't mind the 1200000 million they're getting paid every night before merch sales, which is another 70000 7, on top of, come on, come on. And they're going to their third island while you 2s going to their third island while the Africa's starving, even though they're telling that we have to feed the world while they're carrying Louis of luggage.
0: Come on, come on. We all know, you know. But well, here's the thing. You are important, and you are being very very respected as a guitar player. How when did you start? As he just said, how could you handle all the things? Uh, you, you mean know. way back? I mean, I think I think it was it's still there, you know, it's still there. no, but I, I think I think it I think it
1: was kind of easy because for me that part of it was easy because I always felt like a kid who didn't belong there because I always admired you know when I admired Edward Van Halen and Jimmy Page and. When I listen to them and I look at those things, I realize that it's up to me, the fan, to decide who Edward is and how great he is, not Edward. And it's the same thing for me. When somebody like O'Brien May did not too long ago with the Get the Funk Out solo and he talks about it, I look at that like in, in the most confused sense, like a dog that's just tilting and going, did he just say that? And I'm not trying to be humble and trying to be whatever. I know what I can do. I know that I can play this and I know I can do this. But I was talking to this to a few other guitar players. I had gotten an award yesterday at, at this, you know, for European, the Senate Award. And I was saying it, you know, seeing all the guitar players that had gotten it, Slash, Bonamassa, Steve Vai, Satriani. and they all sent messages and things. It's always funny to me because I'm like, this can't really be happening. I can understand for them because I hear what they do. It's hard for me on the inside mm. to judge myself and said, oh, you are... You know, when they said the solo of the century and those covers of at I'm like, what? How is that even possible? It doesn't make any, it doesn't equate to me. It's up for other people to decide that. When I did the solo, I didn't go, I didn't call the guys and go, I just recorded the solo of the century. I didn't, re- I didn't know because, and I can never, and I don't even know if I still believe it. It's for everyone else to decide. Just like it is for everyone else to decide who the top guitar players of the world are, or whatever they are, it's for everyone else to decide. But when it's you doing it and you get a call saying that, hey, you're on the cover, I hadn't been on a cover in 30 years and then there was like 14 covers in, in one month, you start going like, okay, okay, what's happening here? Like what's going on? You know, and you start analyzing and you think, because of many reasons, you know, it's not just a guitar played. I really didn't believe it was a guitar player. Listen, the rise solo, solo of the century, all this stuff that's going on and, you know, I got all these guitar players coming up. Man, man, you raise the bar, you're doing this. I'm just like, guys. I've been doing this for like how many years? I've been doing those kind of solos, a lot of the same stuff that you hear in that soul. Like, What really I think is going on, what I really truly truly believe is that it's been too long for the mindset of playing guitar. It wasn't the ability or even the solo, it was the whole thing. Mm. It was the band, it was the song, it was the video, it was the album, and it was the mindset. I, I read an article yesterday, Mike Tyson, the boxer, they were saying, they asked him a question, they said, he goes, when did you know that you were, were uh, going to be world champion. And he said, because I was beating everybody. And then they said, oh, you mean when you were winning? He goes, no, no, when I was 14, I was beating everybody. He goes, so you knew you had that skill? He goes, no, it wasn't the skill. Skill is the skill. He goes, it was the mindset that I had, the passion that I had. Like I knew that when I was getting, like me stepping on the stage, when you know you're going to step on the stage confidently and you go for your own personal like, I'm gonna destroy that stage. I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy the solo, I'm gonna do it. You're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it to be world champion, you're just, you're going, it, and you feel like you're unstoppable. And if you don't think that way, like an Edward did, or like a Jimmy Page did, or anybody did like that, it doesn't mean anybody's as good as them, whatever it is, but if you have that mindset, people can feel that. If I played that Rise solo by myself, like everybody does, and they do that, like play through on Instagram, they asked me to do that before it came out. And I told them, no. Because if I just play that solo with no bander and I'm going It's gonna be like, everybody's gonna go, yeah, that's an old playing guitar. It's important that it was in the song. It's important of what was happening with the composition. It's important that the band, it's important that the video that was passionate, it's important that they needed to see the solo being played. It was all a package. So what I believe is happening and I'm excited about is that maybe it's not that there isn't rock and roll out there, there's great bands out there, there's great guitar players, but just maybe from our genre and maybe the rock and roll side of things that people went like, oh, shit. This, this fire, this passion, this joy, this fun of playing guitar and having fun with it in the song like a lot of our heroes did, maybe it's been a while. It's like when I, I, when I, I said that to Steve Lukather, I go, come on, man, really? I go, so essentially, he goes, Nuno. and he said it to me, he goes, I already know you can fuck play. We all do. I mean, we're not surprised. Okay, yeah, of course. It's But what he goes, but what you guys did do, he said, is like, he goes, when's the last time you're a guitar player? I'm a guitar player. because when's the last time you called me separately on the phone? Have you heard this? And I sat back and I'm like, oh, shit. He goes, maybe the end of the 90s, maybe like, well, he goes, There's a lot of great plays, but when have you called each other where everybody's going right now and giggling over that solo because they were just going... Wow, have you heard this? Have you heard this? It's just it's what we used to do. He goes, it could have been anybody else. It could have been it happened to be you, but it could have been anyone that's as talented as you. But he said, that's what's been missing. It's not just, oh, you and guitarless souls have been missing. He was just saying, it's been a while since we've all been talking about something exciting. And then I stepped out of it and I'm like, okay, cool. So what you're saying is it's been years. It's been years since even we've done an album where somebody's gone in passionately and said, fuck you. I want to fucking play some guitar here and went after their heroes. I always say whenever we record an album, it's like, yeah, I'm influenced by Edward. I'm influenced by Paige. I'm influenced by all these guys and Brian, but I'm, I'm going after him. You know, like I want to, I don't want to be like, oh, I hope they like me. You want to go in and go like, I'm going to take you down. You'll never take a Brian down, but you have to believe enough for them to go like, you know, because even when that thing came out, I was like, I thought we were just releasing a song and okay, we're going to go and do some dates. Like 24 hours later, four hours later my phone's buzzing and I'm getting emails from May and like, you know, Morello and different people and like, and I was just like, wait what?" I was surprised as anybody else I'm still in shock, like what is happening here it's crazy, it was crazy my head, my head was like spinning. still is still, I just, just, just before I walked out here with you, I literally right now, our little extreme thread, you can see the time it is whatever time that is, what does that say, it's, it says extreme what does that say right there time wise 1010. 1010. 10, 10. 10, 10. I get sent this. My manager goes, Congratulations. <laughs> just now. And I'm like, What the hell's going on here? <laughs> so, and every time I see a new thing, I'm like, What the hell is going on? It's, it's, it's crazy. You know, best. It's, it's, I'm just, you know, breathing and going through it. And I think it's exciting because the most exciting thing is the younger. Hopefully, it's affecting guitar in a way where I, I told when I did an interview before this album came out, they asked me, what was your goal with this album, Guitar Wars? And I said, I just, I want to bring guitar back in a joyful way, in a creative way, in a fun way, like my heroes did to me. That's it. Just, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't care if anybody liked that. I didn't think, I, honestly, I was going to be on one cover. I'm not even being humble. I'm thinking, if I haven't been in whatever, probably fine. I just told my manager, hopefully, hopefully they can review the album, you know? <laughs> can we send it to the guitar magazines? Maybe they'll think to some, something here next thing I you know they're, they're telling me you got the cover I'm like okay I didn't expect that none of it and I promise you I mean life on my shoulder never expected any of
0: that so, so for a band as unpredictable right. as <laughs> what's going to be the king shit in your future for you well the good news is I think
1: this album has kind of slapped us in the face the band and really made us look in the mirror and go like okay get your shit together you know what I mean? We have something here. You know, you guys got something here. You have some great fans out there. You know, we have a guitar player in the band. We got a great rhythm section. We have a great singer. We have great vocals. We're like, and we take pride in in, in our songwriting. We take pride in our lyrics. We take pride in all of it. And and I think this album, the response of this album, I think made us realize that, you know, this makes us happy. You know, like when when we're good and we 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 get in there. You know, to just you know put our weapons down and 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 we've been enjoying the tour and we've been kind of rebonding in that way as friends again, which is important mm. because you have to you you can't it's hard to do albums when you don't respect each other fully. It's hard to work in any any space right when you have partners and things and I don't care if you're working in a cubicle in an office or you're working on tour, you know a, a cubicle in an office is is easier because you go home you go home to your kids and family. Out here, you don't go home. And if you're miserable when you don't go home and you're missing your family and your your your, your marriage is falling apart and you're gonna risk all that for this, it better means something to you. so I, th- I think we're I think we're in a good space, you know man you know we're I'm'm in I'm, in I'm in my 50 s I'm fifty seven Gary's early 60s. you know Pat's a young year old. we're not young and um we have no business at our age really having this kind of success that we've had. but I think we've taken it and gone like, you know what? And let's be organic, and we already started talking about another album. And uh, I'm always writing, anyways, all the time. I've already, I got like, I don't know, like if you look at my voice notes, these are all ideas of songs and riffs. I
0: see. And I see four more records coming immediately. Yeah. So this is all. Oh my god! This now it's like four new records. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this stuff here,
1: and uh, and you know. We, we might even have an, an album title ready. Who knows? But I think I think we're definitely down for another album. And in, 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 uh, instead of you know, thirty-three years, maybe we will take thirty-one years. That doesn't mean that's for sure. G-
0: Whole <laughs> lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.